Welcome to The Gathering Podcast. I am so excited to bring you the first ever bonus episode. Uh, We're going to be having bonus episodes throughout the week to supplement the encouragement you'll be getting every Friday, but we hope to release these on Tuesdays uh, every once in a while. And I'm really, really excited for this first episode with Pastor Chris Estrada. The audio quality is is a bit different because we've recorded this on Instagram Live a few months ago, but we know the content is going to be just as impactful. If you're not familiar with Pastor Chris, he is currently the Missions uh, Me College Director in Southern California. He was the Youth for the Nations Director um, a uh, a few years back. He is a mentor to me, and I know that he'll be a mentor to you as you lean in and listen into this podcast episode. So here is my conversation with Pastor Chris Estrada. During this pandemic, this quarantine, social distancing, everything that's going on all over the world, what do you see? that God is doing right now in the midst of this pandemic. Yeah, that's such a great, thank you for leading with that, because I think it's so important, right? Um, You know, that's a line that we run with here at Missions Me, that eyes, um, literally, we say it like this, eyes that look are common, but eyes that see are rare. Don't even want to write that down. Yeah, Jeremiah 33.3 says this, it says, Call to me and I will answer you. And then he says this incredible invitation. He says, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And there's something about having the right sight, the right vision, the right perspective that keeps you a step ahead of the world. That you're not wondering what God is doing. Wow. Uh, you're wondering yeah. what, why God is. You know exactly why he's doing it, when he's doing it, where wow. he's doing it, yeah. who he's throwing it through. Those are the type of moments that we're living in right now. And, and I, I think yeah. it's interesting that spiritual sight is always correlated with major shifts uh, in, in the kingdom of God. You look at Joshua before he goes into Jericho. God yeah. had to check his eyesight. He said, see, I have right. given you Jericho. You look at Elisha and his servant when they were surrounded by the Syrian army. Elisha prays for his servant, says, Lord, open his eyes. And the hills were filled with chariots and horses of fire. You look uh, at Jesus telling the disciples, he said, look or see the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I want to call on God and I definitely want to hear him. But it makes no sense if I can hear him, but I can't see. Wow. It really, wow. honestly, I yeah. think there's some, there's, yeah. you, you talk to somebody who can't see well and they, I'm telling you, they're going to have more trouble than someone. They're going to be more limited than yeah. someone who can't hear well. Right. And right. I think the truth is we got a lot of people that know a presence of God, sense the presence of God, perhaps know his voice, but they're not seeing the current strategy. And, and that's why they're not leading out of that prophetic sight, that wow. insight, that wow. foresight that you can step into. Call on me. I will answer you. What an invitation. And, and then he says, I'm going to show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And this is exactly wow. what it takes in so this good. season. I, I'm not looking at what, you know, again, I can go off on this Matthew 4, 4. It says, out of, it says, um, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds Come out of the mouth of God. Not preceded, yeah, yeah. proceeds. Preceding yeah. tells me what God thought or what God said. Right. But proceeding tells me what God is saying and what God is thinking. And I want to be a part of the proceeding move of God. I want to be part of that fresh outpouring. That's what Come I'm stirred for. Yeah, that is so good. I'm reminded of, uh, I forget the specific proverb, but... Without prophetic vision, 
the people perish. Yep, that's exactly right. He tells them to write it down. The ESV puts it prophetic vision. Not just vision, but prophetic vision. And um, I I just think you're you're hitting the nail on the head with, like, we need to see right now. This is a time and a space where the church needs to open their eyes and uh, and really see what God is doing. That's so, so good. Um, Absolutely. Which leads me to my next question, because I think um, I've told our youth ministry, I've told our young adults that this is a season right now where we actually have the greatest opportunity to build some spiritual depth in our lives because yes. we have time on our hands. We have time. It's true. We've never had this time before. We've never had, we've never been in our home. Stacey and I, we've never been at our, in our home like we've been lately. And wow. so I'm like, this is a, this is a great time to build spiritual depth. Yep. And so for so many watching, for people who are going to watch, what would you tell, like, what are some ways, like, how, how can we, how can we grow deeper? How can we, not just wider, but have some, some depth? How, how can we have yeah. some foundation here? You know what? I think it, the word right there, what you just said, that last word, foundation, is mm-hmm. so key. Psalms 14, verse 3 says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Wow. Yeah. So it's not that you need to do anything special. I mean, fasting is not special. Somebody right. would say, well, fasting is that, you know, for the stronger ones. No, fasting is a basic, yeah. elementary, start, grade level, welcome right. to the starting right. line part yeah. of Christianity. There's something about having the right basics in place that continues to compound on the depth that we're supposed mm-hmm. to be called to. And yeah. so, I, I, believe it or not, I do get asked this question quite a bit. Um, and the truth is, I always say, you know, people say, well, what does it take to have that walk with God? I want to hear God better. I want to yeah. I want to know his heart. I want, you know, I want to pray like so and so. I want to prophesy like so and so. And what those people are good at, God can trust them with many things. But the reason why is they are so disciplined about having a time with him. And they've got what I call spiritual yeah. habits down. And I yeah. think for yeah. those that that are in this season right now, what we really need is not more podcasts and more YouTube videos and more sermons. You need to be in the place of prayer. You need to be in the book itself. You need to listen. I'm telling you, this is the type of thing. You need to be journaling right now. You don't need somebody. Here's the danger of this is that we could possibly have a generation that's addicted to secondhand revelation when we should be having firsthand revelation. And we're settling. You remember what happened in the garden? He came, the enemy came, the devil came through the serpent, and who did he tempt? Who did he tempt? God comes to Adam and says, Adam, you can eat from any tree except this one. Adam, being a good husband, communicates that to his wife and says, God says we can eat from any tree except that one. The moment he communicated to his wife, it became secondhand revelation. So who did the enemy come after? The person, not with the person with firsthand revelation that heard it from God himself, it's the person with secondhand revelation. Come on. Come and on. the danger is, is that we have a whole generation that's addicted to podcasts and YouTube yep. channels and sermons and not a prayer furnace in their own bedroom, a, a legitimate on. Bible study in the yes. way that they should be having it. Yes. So if you're looking for spiritual depth, I'm going to just tell you, yep. I, I, I like to think that I've been around some amazing fathers and mothers of revivals, some generals, yep. both present and past. And the one thing I will tell you is they are they are unmovable when it comes to having a supernatural focus, but discipline, a spiritual mindset. You know, people ask me all the time, you know, as they're getting, as people are just fresh in relationship with the Lord, they always ask, well, how often should I seek? How often should I, should I pray? Should I read? And my, my question is, well, how often do you encounter 
discouragement? How often do you counter challenges? How often do you have to make choices? How often do you get tempted? How often do you see yourself? And the truth is that's daily. Well, if I'm going to be challenged like that daily, well, I better be surplus supplied and gassed up ready to go daily instead of just sitting there thinking I can fill up once a week and thinking that's going to be enough. No, David said, seek him every morning. But he said, my voice will wake the dawn every time. And so spiritual death starts in the place of spiritual habits and discipline. That is so good. And right now in the church today, the the spiritual crutch that we've been leaning on for so long has been kicked from underneath us. Because we don't have services. We don't have weekend events anymore. I think so often the, that we, we become so addicted and, and our habit was actually the, the, the spiritual event, the, the weekend. It's true. And I think that's been kicked, kicked away from us. And so now this is the greatest time to build depth. And so everything you just said is, is so right on. It's so good. I really hope y'all watching. I hope you are taking some notes and I hope you're going to apply this to your life. Mm. This is the, we will never get a time like this again in our lifetime. And this true. is a time that goes so deep, deeper than you've ever been before. You can dig in. You, you have time to invest. You can press in like you've never pressed in before. And I love what you. I love what you're saying. This is this is such a good you know, conversation and, and for me. You know what? It's it's interesting too because I think people they have traded uh, effectiveness for busyness, wow. and then we call it spiritual strength. Right. When really right. it's dryness, and right. there's nothing like ministry. Or spiritual activity. I'm talking about serving, being a part of things that yep. that can literally suck the life out of you if you're not careful. So even for all of my friends that may are that are already walking with the Lord, just because you're busy does not mean that you're effective. Right. I, right. I've been busy and ineffective at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the way I think it comes down to: Do we truly value the time like we should? Right. Are we valuing the yeah. F, the the opportunity? The windows, the pockets of time, are we really creating space for that? Or is it just, you know, when I, I'm I'm going to give myself to Netflix? I, I, honestly, I don't want to come out of this, Caleb, and just, oh my gosh, that would be such a, um, man, that, was, that would be depressing to come out of this and realize I wasted these three, two, three months on Netflix, Instagram, yep. and complaining. Right. I, I've just determined right. I'm coming out stronger. Come on, I don't know who else is with me, but you need to tell me in the comments who else is coming out from stronger, sharper, yes. and even more focused about the things that God is putting in your life right now. I'm telling you, that's where I'm so at. Good. I know that's where you're at, and I'm sure that's where everybody's watching is what, where, where we're so all headed. So that's been our anthem, actually. That's something that I've been saying every week with our with our online services. It's like, hey, we are going to – this is the time to grow deeper and grow stronger as a result. I want to yeah. come through this, like you said, two months. And yeah. be, be so much be spiritually strong. Not Facts. I don't want to just brag about what how many episodes I, I watched on Lost. Yeah, you know like I, I want to come out through this and say, man, God shaped me. God for sure. Me. God did something for hundred percent. Absolutely. And I, honestly, I think that's just us taking advantage of this time. And again, yeah. it goes back to what is our priority? What is what is what what could possibly be draining our time away right. from Him? that I can go ahead and squash now and I can start to put gas right. and fire on the area that he wants me to focus in on. Right. That's so good. Um, I've got one more question. Good. Today I was, I was sitting out as I was preparing for this with you and um, praying into it. And this question dropped on my heart. It kind of stirred me up a little bit. 
And so I really can't wait to see what you're going to say. Okay. Um, but my, my question is, if, if you had one thing, one thing that you were going to impart to the next generation before you passed on from this world, you're going to impart one thing to the next generation, what would that one thing be? Wow. That's such, that's such a heavy question. Honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind, and I'm not even sure I could technically impart this, but I would say a prayer life. If, if I yeah. could leave this generation, yeah. and, and listen, I'm the guy about structure, and I'm the guy right. about strategy. I'm the one telling youth ministries, young adult ministries, even some churches around the world, this is how you take ground and build. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I get to lead an incredible group of men and women at Mission to Me College. Um, and and I, I'm the guy that loves to train, raise, right. release. I love developing. Uh, I, I don't take complete joy in it, but there's a time for pruning and correcting. But, right. you know, we always say correction is not an indictment. It's an investment. Okay. Knowing that about me, in case nobody does, I would want to, if I could leave anything, it would be my prayer life. It would be the wow. daily wow. awareness that I could have him. And wow. that would be enough. Wow. God is enough and nothing else matters. And listen, this doesn't replace so the value for my wife and my kids. Right. If anything, it leaves a legacy for my wife and my kids. Because right. if I want them to say anything about my funeral, I, they could talk about the lives and the leaders that we've raised, the lives that we've touched. They could talk about the missions. Yep. They could talk about the orphanages. They could talk about the support, the church. They could talk about a lot. But man, it would just be an ultimate win if my kids could say, I remember my dad always being awake, praying before me. I remember waking up in the middle of the night with him laying hands on me. I remember when things didn't go right and dad would come home and he wouldn't just lose himself in TV or in anger or in lost intentions. He lost himself in the presence of God. And if there's anything, I'm telling you, listen, as young, as, as a rising generation right now, I'm telling you, as rising influencers, I believe it's not an accident that you're watching right now. Right. If right. you could have anything on this planet, I know money could solve some problems, but it doesn't solve everything. Come on. I know that no success way. can give you some things, but it doesn't right. give you everything. I even know that relationships could fill in some places, but it can't fill in everything. But Come the on. presence of God. Is absolutely un. It is. It is unmatched in every way. Come on. And I think that what we need is to have a higher um, value for His presence right now. So as good. as we are honestly, yes. as we are leaning into this season, as we're leaning into this moment, um, I just sense that I'm supposed to be with Him. For wow. and, it, and yeah. even if it's not to get a strategy, my goodness, we're doing one day right. LA. You know, right. we're going love has no limits uh, movement. We're doing a ton. Even if it's not to get a strategy, but just to get him, that would be enough. He would be enough. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm even taking my son. Wow. Um, I'm taking my son through uh, a Bible study about eternity and That's and good. just and just about how to live this life. You know, it's yeah. interesting. Jesus, Jesus said, if, if you pretty much if you call yourself a Christian, live like I live. He even, yeah. Yeah. Why? Because Jesus was the only person to ever live on the earth who first lived in heaven. And then he comes down to the earth and he lived with a totally different perspective because he knew 
about a world you could be anchoring, but yet live in this one. And I think there's some people here that God is trying to anchor you in the heart of God. He's trying to anchor you with heaven's perspective so that you don't make sense this world, but you live in this world and you're doing things that this world was unprepared to do. I think the ones who turn the world upside down are at Gathering Jet and all across this as a result of us just leaning into the presence of God. And I'm telling you, you know what makes you dangerous for good is a prayer life. You know what makes you holy and what keeps you in your soul is a prayer life. It's him. You know what actually keeps you spiritually sane, mentally sane, emotionally sane is a prayer life. You know what helps your kids and your family? You know what helps you and your friends and your school more is that you're praying for. You know what moves the heart of men? It's not just vision and trust and dependence upon him. And what we need is a stronger prayer life. If I were, if I could if I could take that off, if it were a coat and I would be able to put it, I would want to put it on this generation. I'm like I, I forget my books. Forget my curriculums, man. Forget all our strategy, our structure, our trophies, our successes, our failures, our weaknesses. Yeah. If I could give people my prayer life, and I'm proud of it. I'm not going to lie. I love meeting good. with God. So good. Um, I would rather give them that than my bank account, yeah. than my possessions. Yeah. I would rather give them that than all the connections and the relationships that I have. I'd rather give yeah. them a prayer life like mine than anything else. Wow. What an incredible conversation that was. Um, As I listen again, I'm just blown away by the insights that Pastor Chris brought. I'm stirred. My faith is challenged. I'm fueled up and I hope you feel the same way. Listen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Gathering Podcast this week. We hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode. Why don't you take a minute to subscribe, to share this episode, to leave a review. It all helps and it all matters. And we just thank you so much for our podcast community that is continually growing. So again, thanks for listening. God bless, and we will see you soon. In fact, this Friday. Peace.